<clears throat> Disclaimer, the intention of this podcast is not to ridicule or make fun of British persons, nor their accents. We just find it enjoyable to speak this way. Indeed. Welcome to an extraordinarily special edition of Tea Time. I'm your host, Lord Peter Featheringall from Stone the Third. And I'm Bartholomew, no last name. Though uh, you might be getting one by the end of this very special episode, Bartholomew. I figure it's about time we gave you one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for those of you who are not in the loop, so to speak... This episode is extraordinarily special in that it is our final tea time. It has now been uh, two glorious, fun-filled years podcasting to all of you viewers, and we would like to say that we really appreciate having all of you with us for this time. Yes, we couldn't be here without the viewers. While technically we would be here, uh, (laughs) I think he means that in the proverbial sense more than the literal uh, nonetheless, we do appreciate all of your uh, patronage. Yes, I'll say patronage for our podcast over the last two years. Precisely. Fifth of a decade, if you will, for those of you who are into math. Mm. Um, and we have some wonderful subjects to be talking about on this uh, very special webisode. Uh, <laughs> for instance, I was going to be talking about the Land Before Time, uh, specifically the original 1988 film, uh, One, or I, in Roman numerals, and uh, perhaps something in the food category, such as um, rather than what we like to eat, what we've turned into the largest disaster when trying to make. Um, Why don't we start with that? Bartholomew, do you recall anything that you've ever screwed up very royally? Screwed up very royally um, as far as cooking? Yes, in terms of cooking or preparing some sort of edible dish, perhaps. Hmm. That's a good one because I, for the most part, do not uh, handle those things. Um, There was a time, however, where I was trying to prepare some sort of casserole, and it didn't go quite right. How not quite right are we talking here? How quite not right? Well, see, there was one important ingredient, and at the time, I don't remember, you'd be testing my memory. Um, (laughs) I believe you did a D, then. Yes. (laughs) Let's just say um, there were some interesting faces left on those who uh, took part in the casserole, or what I called a casserole anyway. (laughs) It was a, a most of a casserole. Most of a casserole missing something essential. So therefore, if you add all that together, I think I think Sir Isaac Newton would agree in saying that it comes out to be a disaster. <laughs> well, that's a terrible shame, but I'm sure it, well, it made for a good story. Um, sure. That actually reminds me of a cake I had recently. It was a red velvet cake. Very, very good. And... I can't recall the ingredient either, but it was uh, one of the 
leavening agents or something, something that makes it nice and light and squishy. Uh, so kind of been flour or like bacon light and or, or squishy. Well, the cake ended up being delicious, very very delectable, and it looked right. But as soon as you well tried to stick your fork or knife into it, it would put up a fight. Uh, this cake really? was so extraordinarily dense. Uh, I enjoyed eating it, mind you, but uh, I had to fight it every step of the way. You had so, to fight a cake. <laughs> it wasn't a <laughs> vital ingredient per se, but uh, without the ingredient, it was a bit cantankerous. Cantankerous, and that's and, our word of the day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> word of the day. What is this? Uh, Pee Wee Herman show. Sure. All right, so, uh, my story for what I've personally screwed up would have to be rice. And I know what you're thinking. You can't screw up rice. It's How do easy. you screw up rice? Right. Exactly. <laughs> rice. <laughs> Waskily wabbits. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, um, it was my first instance of ever making rice. And I remember it was white rice. Uh, plain, easy to make. So you bring the water to a boil, add the rice, stir it around, and then turn the heat to low. Cover lets it for 20 minutes, right? Give or take, of course. You know, there's slight variations to this theme, but that's the basic idea. Mm -hmm. uh, there was this one little step I forgot, and I mean, it, in hindsight, it, it was extremely small, but a bit vital. I forgot to turn the heat down. So we ah. had rice with, you know, just a little bit of water, as it's supposed to be done, boiling at high temperature for 20 minutes. And when I came back in to check on it, it was on fire. Splendid. Yes. Um, so, uh, rice et flambe? <laughs> <laughs> yes, rice flambe. And it was, uh, we put it out, nothing got burned down, everyone was all right. But uh, smoke had been pouring out, and uh, the alarms went off, and we had to throw out the pot. I mean, I spent a good deal of time scrubbing at it, but all of the rice had turned into this horrible caked on mess at the bottom completely black black as the uh, pot that it was in i it's see you horrible smelly different consistency type of mess hmm. so that's well. my story i screwed up something about as simple as it can get <laughs> so it ended up it started as white rice hence the weiss and <laughs> it ended up as black rice so, what would we call that? Um, Besides a disaster. Inedible? Inedible. Hmm. Or uh, color-changing rice. Color-changing rice. It's magic. It's the yeah. opposite of Michael Jackson. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> We're not going to be bringing him into this. No. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, well, let's see. Um, so, I told you that I wanted to speak about the land before time. Correct. And while this is known as a very good movie overall, and uh, you know, a, a staple of many children's uh, childhoods, to be redundant, uh, it's, <laughs> there are some things that I must take issue with, and I know as soon as I start this argument, you're going to say, but Lord Peter, that's ridiculous. Yes, it is ridiculous, but for some reason it irks me. So... I'm willing to set aside the fact that the dinosaurs, one, are getting along together and that it's different species. 
and they're all just happy and frolicking around prehistory together. Two, they can speak English. And three, that we even know what they were up to 60-odd years, 60-odd million years ago, if not more. Uh, and though I didn't research this, I'm pretty sure at least one of the dinosaurs portrayed in the film is not from the same era, which basically means at least 100 million years difference in some of these uh, dinosaurs. So I'll, I will give all of that credit to them. But for some reason, I absolutely take almost offense at some of the uh, smaller bits. For instance, you've got Littlefoot, one of the main characters, right? Correct. And um, I don't remember what his parents are called, uh, Great Walkers, or you know something like that. But he's long necks, I believe. The long necks, yes. Yes. So you know why they're called that? Because they have long necks. Oh, Littlefoot my is called Littlefoot because he has what? A little foot. Well, probably all four of his feet are little, but yes, you've got the right idea. Yes. Uh. Now, that is the end of the nomenclature norm, if I'm going to go along the alliteration route. I see. So, other than that, we have a few other characters that uh, irk me, as I said. We have Petrie. Petrie is the flying one of the bunch, and and no, I'm going to come back to him, because there's more I have to say about him. All right. I'm going to get it. Saving him for later. Let's start with Ducky. The duck-billed, duck-billed, what is it? Uh, the actual species is Parasophilus, and it's a duck-billed dinosaur, in that it has a duck bill. But uh, you might assume that Ducky, or Ducky's name, comes from the duck bill that Ducky has, right? Correct. And Ducky is referred to as having a duck bill in the series. However, ducks would not exist for millions of years. Therefore, there's no way they could have... Whoever Ducky's parents are or whoever named Ducky couldn't have named Ducky that because ducks didn't exist. They wouldn't exist. You wouldn't know what a duck bill was because while the duck bill thing existed, the thing for which it got its name, the duck, isn't there. So... I'm afraid I must take offense at the name. Essentially, you're saying that Ducky's parents lied to her when she was young. Right. Like, I can almost go the distance to say that it was just a freak accident that they gave her the name Ducky, which happened to be, you know, the same as a duck and duck bill. And, ah, what a coincidence. But it's not. It's not a coincidence. They named her after a duck and ducks don't exist. So what is this really promoting? I mean, uh, the action that Ducky's parents took by naming her Ducky. Well, um, it's not so much a what does this show as a sign of a greater problem. Uh, that new Mel Gibson movie that came out, the Aztec one. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? No. Neither did I. I heard it was crap. But uh, <laughs> more importantly, rather than being a steaming pile of it, uh, I heard that it was one of the most inaccurate uh, films in terms of uh, history. Like, we go and watch it and you see these people running around with the face paint and, oh, they're sacrificing people into a volcano and, oh, look, here come the Spanish. Apparently, a lot of the different 
types of things that were done in the movie and a lot of the different specific events or specific things that they were doing happened over an extraordinarily long period of time. And that's the same sort of thing that happened in the land before time. Dinosaurs are getting mixed from different eras. People are being named things that couldn't exist and therefore they couldn't be named after it. History is getting muddled in the movies. And while I'm willing to dis uh, while I'm willing to suspend my belief when I go to the movies to, to a certain extent, there are some things I'm not going to let you get away with. And meddling with history in such a heinous heinous way is heinous. not going to fly in my book. I see. So, moving on from Ducky, uh, we've got Petrie, which comes from, uh, I believe it's what? Tyrannodon. P-T-E-R-A-N-O-D-O-N. Some Pteranodon, sort of winged animal. That, the flying one. Yes. Okay, Petrie, Terra, Terra being Latin for flight. Latin didn't exist for at least another 65 <laughs> million years, and therefore... And let once again, I'm willing to suspend that these animals are smart enough to make that kind of connection if the word existed. You know, they're going to say, all right, so we know Latin, we know uh, <laughs> Terra being fly and Pterodon being my species name. And well, let's call me Petrie because it sounds a bit like that. No, you can't do that. They might as well have been regular Oxford scholars. <laughs> exactly. These dinosaurs are no more, no more than stupid plant-eating <laughs> dinosaurs. I mean, okay, I'll, once again, I'll let them speak English, I'll let them romp around and have good times together, but in terms of their names, I'm just not going to let that get away. I mean, okay, another example of something that's appropriate for naming. What do they call the T-Rexes in the series? Do you remember? Sharptooth? Yes, Sharptooth or the plural sharp teeth. Right. Do you know why they called them that? Because they had sharp teeth. Exactly. They didn't call him Rexy because Tyrannosaurus Rex, terrible lizard. They didn't call him Terrible Face or anything, you know, taking the Latin name. and No, they didn't do anything like that. They called him Sharp Teeth because he had sharp teeth. The long necks had long <laughs> necks. The three horns had three horns. However, one of the three horns' daughters is named Sarah, C-E-R-A. Do you know what that's taken from? Triceratops. Exactly. And I think you know where I'm going with this one. Triceratops yes. would not be named until Latin rolled around. Well, actually, it wouldn't even be named then. We didn't know there were dinosaurs back in Latin times. Rather, after we discovered dinosaurs in, what, the last hundred years or so, we decided to give them Latin names as we name everything Latin, apparently. Mm -hmm. uh, so... 65, okay, I don't even know what era the uh, Triceratops is from, but I think it's from the Cretaceous, which was like the oldest one. No matter where it's from, it's at least 65 million years before it would ever have the name Triceratops. Correct. So just sticking with my rant that I've so well established at, at this point is Triceratops is not a name that exists. Therefore, naming your child Sarah is complete BS. <laughs> so, it just amounts to more Latin, more Latin, and there's too much exactly. Latin, uh, and Feliz Navidad. Well, half if not more of the characters all have reasonable names. You know, Longfoot, Sharpty, Spike. Spike the, the Stegosaurus. You know why he was called Spike. He had spikes on his tail. 
Oh, goodness. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then you've got Ducky and Petrie and Sarah, and it's just mind-boggling that uh, they couldn't have come up, I mean, uh, call her Little Horns or something like that, because she's a <laughs> Triceratops and the Three Horns, but they're small, or, you know, call Petrie Flying Thing or something. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, while, sure, I understand it's a kid's movie, they've got to be named something. I I can't even go on. I'm getting just... I'm going to... Oh, uh, At this okay. point, Lord Peter explodes into smithereens <laughs> out of frustration. No, uh, one other point before I explode into my smithereens that you've just mentioned. Petrie... Uh, okay, so all of the other dinosaurs, except for, I guess, Spike. He never spoke. Spike spoke. Ha. Uh, that rhymed. So, uh, <laughs> most of the other dinosaurs would speak in English. Very good English, considering their brain size. Um, <laughs> however, Petrie would always speak as though he'd been hit over the head with a frying pan. Uh, <laughs> repeated that morning. For instance, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for Petrie from The Land Before Time, and it says, Petrie has a number of grammatical errors. He tends to use me when I would be grammatically correct. For example, me hungry instead of I'm hungry. But this only began occurring after his final encounter with Sharptooth. So, are we saying that an encounter with a predator makes one retarded? Hmm. Perhaps. Did, did it cause some kind of um, long-lasting psychological effects? Or is, is this something where... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, he encounters a sharp tooth, not a Tyrannosaurus or anything. It's a frigging sharp tooth. And then all of a sudden he starts speaking in... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not even correct English anymore. Uh, he he forgets verbs sometimes, too. He would say, he's so nice instead of, he is so nice. So you stop using <laughs> verbs, you stop using the first person singular. Uh, he's referring to himself in third person. I mean, it's... Sounds more uh, like broken English. Exactly. Uh, did he spend a few years in Mexico or something after the <laughs> sharp tooth encounter? <laughs> he's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I don't know what the reason for that is, but I guarantee it's not a good one. Petrie is hungry. <laughs> Petrie hungry? No, Petrie <laughs> is hungry and he's going to speak like a regular... <laughs> well, I would say like a regular human being, but I suppose human beings wouldn't exist in the English. <laughs> then we're getting into that whole circular logic, messing with history thing again. So right. instead I'm going to say, speak like a regular dinosaur in perfect English, <laughs> which apparently existed back then. And brush up on your Latin. <laughs> exactly. Didn't they have remedial courses? If they can speak English, they had to learn it somewhere. I'm sure they had dino school. <laughs> dino school. Maybe Red Flintstone spoke and taught the class while we were screwing with history. Oh, goodness. All right, well, that tuckered me out mentally. <laughs> I suppose so. Yes. So, uh, what's on your mind? <laughs> um... Uh, right now, I, I really can't stop thinking of Petrie's speech impediment. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I'm sure if they... 
I'm sure a chimp has made his way somewhere into the series, you know, what with animals existing back then. But um, I'm sure that whatever chimp showed up had better grammar, better syntax than him. <laughs> better syntax. Yes. Splendid. Ugh. So, um... Well, being as it is our last episode, do you have a... Mm, cooking corner tip for us <laughs> yes make sure to read the instructions thoroughly <laughs> otherwise you'll end up with burnt pots and a blackened ceiling <laughs> and not just read them thoroughly but mind them yes yes i suppose reading is only <laughs> half the battle knowledge is power and i don't remember how that uh, little saying went but you know the old psas from the early 90s you know knowledge is power knowing is half the battle that sort of thing yes so, bill and i the science guy Yes. You know, uh, I got to see him not too long ago. He visited the really? University of Florida, and I had the good fortune of getting to go and see him. I thought he went to prison. I, so I heard. I didn't hear anything of this. Or I know the Blue's Clues guy uh, overdosed on heroin or something, but... Really? Yeah. Uh, apparently, the original guy who did Blue's Clues was arrested, or he did heroin, or something completely unbecoming of a children's show star. Hmm. Fortunately, no drug scandal has, you know, shaken the very foundations of tea time while we've been your host, because we are clean, squeaky even. Precisely. Yes. Uh, we haven't been taking anabolic steroids or anything. Absolutely not. Yeah. That was a <laughs> reference to the uh, baseball scandal, by the way, for those of you who are keeping up with these sorts of things. Over in the States. Yes. Oh, right. Hmm. Quite. I forgot. We're in England, aren't we? Uh, well, <laughs> Lord Peter has many different... On it yet, we're not really <laughs> British. <laughs> I figure I can let the secret out with this being the last episode and all. Yes, quite. And actually, with it being our last episode, um, uh, do not frown for too long, because uh, Lord Peter and I, uh, better known as... Well, should we reveal our names... I suppose so. As long as all of you promise not to stalk us. Do you promise? Yes, we promise. All right, then. <laughs> that was the collective community promising not to stalk us and kill us. Precisely. Well, right. Daniel and I, and yes. I being Chris. Um, no, his name's I. I, yes, <laughs> I. Uh, no last name. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> hello. Um, hello. Uh, we will be... Uh, returning with a brand new podcast of which topic uh, subject matter we have yet to decide upon uh, and we should probably do that tonight um, should we do it right now we could do it right now alright um, well let's see uh... or rather <laughs> being democratic as we are we should let the viewers decide Ooh, ever the democratic one, aren't we? I suppose. Karl Marx, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Um, anywho, no. Red communist fish. Um, so, <laughs> that yes, was a reference uh, we will to my open this up to viewers. You can email us at uh, britsbit at gmail.com. That's yes. the one. Okay, or yes. Tea yeah. time at britsbit.com. Oh, that one, yes. Yes. And uh, let us know what you'd like to be hearing from us. Uh, let us know if you... Let us. Let us. Ah, it's a plant. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got sidetracked there. 
let us know what you'd like to be hearing from us, whether it be sports or technology or maybe a flat-out all-cooking show or um, something with as many dirty words as we can shove in in 15 minutes. Uh, (laughs) We would like to know what you, the viewers, the listeners, the telegraph receivers, would like to be hearing, seeing, speaking, uh, interacting with. Yes. So do it. Yes. Are you still listening? Go out. No, I'm kidding. You, you can finish <laughs> listening. Then you can email us. At Precisely. Britspit.com, right? Uh, of course. Yes. Uh, tea time at Britspit.com or Britspit at gmail.com. There's several email addresses. You can also email the webmaster, which is yours truly, webmaster at Britspit.com. Um, Daniel, don't you have a Britspit address? Hmm. I'm fairly certain I do. Um... I haven't checked it in a while, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll be using that a lot more oh, often. Mighty now. webmaster, reveal to me your secrets. What <laughs> is my webmaster? <laughs> yes, well, I shall we'll reveal the secrets we'll, of the Intel we'll webs. The in case you feel like contacting me for things and stuff. I believe it's dan at britspit.com. Of course, I'm not sure. I'd have to check I on that. Sure. I like it. Dan. Yes. Letter E A N. Anywho, um, yes. So please let us know what you'd like us to do our new podcast on. Although we do reserve the right to reject any sort of email that you do send to us and pick our own topic. We reserve the right to say, uh, oh, I can't say that, can I? Um. (laughs) (laughs) No, not on this network. (laughs) Oh, darn. Correct. Uh, Well,. Uh, I like the way that you put it. We reserve the right to respectfully decline your uh, suggestions. Well put. Do whatever we don't well please. But no, we would like to hear from you. We promise. Indeed. Yes. Well, um, do you have any closing statements? It's been a wonderful last two years. Uh, I really wish I could have done more podcasts. And I hope to see all of you and more in the future. Oh, uh, and another one. Thank you to Weebles Stuff for the use of the moniker Lord Peter Feather and Walthamstone III. I stole it from them. They let me, and uh, that was rather nice of them. Yes, uh, it it really did make the show. Yes, I I thought it was quite the good name. I uh, I'm afraid I had um, nomenclaturists block whenever trying to come up with a better name. So we decided <laughs> to stick with that one. Precisely. Yes. Um, well, we oh, are. I'd like to suggest that you go to their site. It's weebles-stuff.com, I believe. W-E-E-B-L-S-stuff.com. And they've got some extraordinarily, I've said that many times this episode, uh, funny things for you to watch, listen, and poke at with a stick. With a stick. Indeed. I should have anyway. <laughs> and we the, are approaching oh, part, funny part. 30 minutes of podcast time. So we shall end as we always do, with the theme song. Ah. And comments to follow. Uh, but of course, well, uh, I think it's been a rather successful uh, last few years. Our numbers have gone up for our listeners over the last few, and, um, years, not the last few episodes, and I really enjoyed doing this with you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasant time. And, uh, yeah, so this isn't the end. You know, this is a new beginning. Exactly. Um... And uh, a bit of good news is that we've 
maintained uh, anywhere around 400 downloads per month, uh, even when we weren't even podcasting. So, yes, there is a following, and that's data enough to prove it. <laughs> well, I am really glad, and uh, I would like to say thank you to all of you. I wish I could have ever met some of you. Uh, I have actually met a few. Uh, I think I told you about that. That was some months ago. But I actually ran into a fan of our little podcast. <laughs> and, um, yes. Yeah, uh, I would really like to say thank you to all of you. I hope you enjoyed. And uh, we will be seeing you around the Brit Spit Networks. Yes, networks. Network. I don't know what our More than one. group is called. <laughs> Britsbit Productions. Britsbit Productions. That's yes. the one. All right. Quite so. All right. And um, do you have cheerio. a stinger? Do you have a stinger? Oh, uh, I was going to say cheerio, but... Uh, okay. Cheerio. Let's go with that. Cheerio. Okay. <laughs>